table for six. Uh, might be around 20, 25 minutes. Oh, wait, no, a booth has just opened up. Right this way for Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Yeah, g'day, it's your boys, Matt and Alex. We are back for another Tuesday. Hope you're well. Yeah, how about, were you standing at the airport yesterday, Matt, waiting for that vaccine to touch down? Because <laughs> I think they're rolling out, they're giving it to podcasters first. That is the after our chat about doctors yesterday. Because we're so sick. <laughs> All right, now uh, we do have a big show for you today. <laughs> I believe there's going to be some return fire from the uh, shameless girls dropping by, Zara and Michelle. We might, uh, we might be able to squeeze a few show tunes out of them, I reckon. Yeah, let's see see how that goes. Our uh, podcast sisters will be joining us. Um, we've also got some incredible inside information for you, okay? We like getting the scoops about stuff the outside world doesn't want you to know, and we have an insider in an area which I was hoping for, Matt, and someone's got in touch, and I'm very excited to take you behind the curtain in the world of parking inspectors. What really happens? Yeah. Are they actually hanging by the car? We've got one Alan Smithy joining <laughs> us, Mr. Anonymous, who's going to be uh, dishing the secrets. Hey, on top of that, a very interesting world record happened. Uh, almost a record on top of a record. We'll jump right into that right now. This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Yes, Matt, you're going to like this very next story because you are a prankster yourself. It is one of the all-time favourites of many, many an internet sleuth. Uh, the old Rick Roll is back in the headlines. And goodness me, hasn't it? Hasn't it? Isn't the gift that keeps on giving, isn't it? I just, I mean, I remember this is was probably one of the first things that I realised was a meme. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, the, uh, before I ever knew what meme culture was or anything, it was one of the first things on the internet that I remember. Trends. Rick Rolling, if you uh, do go ahead to know your meme, uh, it's been around for quite a while, and it is, you say you're going to send <laughs> send people to a certain website, it ends up being the video clip for Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up. It became Rick Rolling. Rick Astley himself was very aware of of it. He I did it live one time. He talked about it when we interviewed him on Triple J about one time, which I've got to say, one of literally the best interviews we've ever done yeah. as a duo. He was such a legend as well. Really played along. Very, very fun stuff. <laughs> I think we could we could at least recant what, what happened in that particular one where <laughs> we said, Rick, okay, you, you told everyone you're never going to give you up. You're never going to let them down. But never say never it's time that you did let someone down. So we got people to call up if they needed to let someone down. Instead of them letting him down, we get Rick Astley to let him down and finally go back on his promise to let someone down. This dude this dude from Tassie goes, oh, my girlfriend, girlfriend thinks I'm, we're getting a dog. And look, nah, we're not. <laughs> I don't want to tell her. Can Rick Astley tell her that we're not getting a dog and <laughs> let her down? And Rick Astley, to his credit, did it brilliantly. Oh, he, he rang up. And he's like, oh, yeah, is that your boyfriend? Is it love? And she's like, uh, yeah. He's like, you think you're getting a dog or something? He's like, yeah, I really do. I really think. <laughs> nah, not happening, love. <laughs> and you've just been let down by me, Rick Astley on Triple J. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> oh, but he's still, he's still get popping up on videos on the internet and viral yep. culture. And uh, one gentleman actually has uh, taken the proud accolade of becoming the most infamous Rick Roller of all times. Yes, a YouTuber, 
the ticket realm uh, applied through Guinness World Records to secure his title as the person who has done the most Rick Rolls. Okay, he's an absolute mad lad, and he was DMing celebrity odds on Instagram, pretending to send them links to fan art, but instead the links were to Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up. Okay, and he did so many, he screenshotted it all, sent it to Guinness World Records and said, what do you reckon? And they said, yes, you are the winner. Can we please have your contact details? We're going to send you out your certificates. And he goes, sure, here's my contact details. Never going to give you up, babe. <laughs> Hits him with it. This is uh, the YouTuber himself, uh, the Ticket Realm, explaining exactly what went down. I've submitted my shipping and business details to this link here, so it's more secure. Happy face. They should have. They should have seen that coming. So basically, I went to Bitly and I just took. Never gonna give you up. Put it in Bitly. Put it there. I was actually kind of scared about doing this because I didn't know maybe if that would disqualify me from, from doing this and they would get mad and be like, you know what, forget it, we're not dealing with you. Um, but the response was interesting. Hello again. Wow, it appears that you have rickrolled us now. <laughs> Which, in the context, would be a very hands-on demonstration of the practicality of this record. But unfortunately, can't be documented beyond my very shocked face <laughs> facial expression. Thank you. We will need an actual business. <laughs> should be Probably the first person to have ever actually rickrolled Guinness World Records while they were giving me a Guinness World Record on most people rickrolled. Which means, Matt, that we've reached peak Rick. You know. You can't beat it. Once once you've rickrolled Guinness World Records for giving you the world record for rickrolling. <laughs> I mean, is it yeah. even funny anymore? We <laughs> can't. It's impossible. It, there is literally no point. We have you. We have squeezed mm. the Rickroll packet. So we the tooth. The, it's like the toothpaste. It's rolled up so far. <laughs> we're shoving our thumb in the bottom of it to try and just push a little bit of Rick up and out the tube hole. Yeah, nothing. It's, it's done. It's we're, done. We're getting air, but it is still fun to trick people into clicking things. So um, we have come up with a few alternative options. For people who loved rickrolling, but now it's been done, what can we do? And well, you is there is there one that you've noticed already so far? Well, there's one I've been liking recently, Matt. Thanks for bringing it up. Uh, As an and example? that is giving people a jingling, a good old-fashioned jingling. Now, a few of you who watch the NBA may know that as an Australian player who plays for, for the Utah Jazz called Joe Ingalls, okay, contract that. His nickname is Jingles. And uh, when he has a good game... What happens is the opposition, they get jingled. <laughs> and you could wake up one morning being fine, you could go to bed being jingled. Uh, and so what's happened is Joe, who's a bit of a character, there's a photo of him in Utah Jazz uniform giving the thumbs up. Someone's made a meme of that going, uh-oh, you freaking moron, you just got jingled. Tag your friends to totally jingle them. And that... There's a lot of basketball highlight vids that I've clicked on and I ended up getting jingled. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's gotten um, Arnold Schwarzenegger with that. So he's been jingled all the way. <laughs> potentially, Matthew, potentially. So uh, if you if you want to jingle, totally jingle your mates, jump on the Joe Ingalls jingle meme and uh, do that. But I think, we could, I think we've got time to invent some. There's Matt. a couple more that, that, are, that are ripe for the picking, absolutely. Okay, you send people a hyperlink, you tell them it's one thing, you end up giving them this. They bump! They bump! Oh! 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 Oh!
you send them the link to the race of Stephen Bradbury winning gold at the Winter Olympics, and you say, you just got Brad buried. <laughs> See you six feet under, chump. <laughs> okay, so you could Brad bury someone. We also thought you could send them a link to Pete Evans' head, okay, and send them on a stairway to Evans. Um, or we could throw it back to some childhood memories, all right, sitting at home. Hey, hey, it's Saturday. Uh, loved a bit of talent quest on that show and none other than Red Simons. Yeah, Red Faces. He gonged a lot over the years and so... Oh, gong him, Red! As made famous by the castle there. But he's gonged a lot of people over the years, so you send people in one direction, then you left them on Red. Absolute rubbish. You really are a moron, aren't you? <laughs> Just a beam of, of Red Simons giving him the gong. Now let's hit some local nostalgic talent here, okay? Um, one for the memories, one for the ages. Think Sydney 2000 Olympics. Mm. Think those fruity-flavoured kisses. You're no longer rickrolling people. You send the link to Strawberry Kisses and you're giving them the tricky Nikki. Hey, I'm Nikki Webster and I can't wait to troll you today. <laughs> so there you go. Let us know if you've got any other suggestions. How you want to burn people? Do you jingle them? Do you give them the tricky nicky? Or do you leave them on red? <laughs> this is Matt and Alex. Um, what's a breakfast one? And you've just been scrambled. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Now, Matt, very excited about our next guest here on... All day breakfast because um, we're going to be shining a torch into the darkness by talking to another Matt and Alex insider. Are you keeping juicy gas from me? Do you know what's going on here? We know what's going on. You won't believe it. Real juicy. So let's just keep it on the down low, shall we? Matt and Alex's insiders. Yeah, that's right. I mean, our next guest is literally no one, all right? They do not exist as far as we're concerned. Completely anonymous. Uh, we will not and cannot reveal their identity because we want them to tell us the truth. Absolutely. Right? We've been looking at a few professions around the place to let Australians know what's really going on behind the scenes. We talked about discount clearance stores. We had an insider there. And today's insider is going to be lifting the curtain on parking inspectors. They were a parking inspector in a previous life and for all the juicy behind-the-scenes details, we cross to them right now. Hello, Matt and Alex Insider. Hello. Tell us, parking inspectors are often some of the most hated people on the planet, okay? Now, I, I don't think that's fair, but I just know a lot of people that don't like parking inspectors. Do you think that that's a fair thing? No, it's not really. I don't think so. I, mean, I didn't have to lie to people when they asked me what I did. I was just tell them I've worked at a library or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so you were aware of the general disdain towards your community. Oh. So I think the rules are very clear. Well, They're on the signs. Well, you don't pass. Some, some of these signs have about six different things. All right. So I don't know about very clear. Okay. okay. Well, I feel like it's absolutely fine, but other people get very annoyed. Like Alex, they're a bit too confusing, or they believe that the parking inspectors 
are targeting them. Do you target people? Do you really just wait and hope that people don't get to their cars? No, no, not at all. I mean, as you walk around the streets, you know, if someone comes up to you or you see someone doing something wrong, they come up and you just let them go because there's another goose just around the corner doing the wrong thing. You can just get off one there. All right. Well, wait, wait, wait. You let them go? Or do some people not? You must have worked with some other people who weren't as nice. Oh, yeah, there was some. Some, some mean-spirited individuals out there, um, but uh, not, not me. What did you witness, Insider, uh, from a few of the, um, say, the big puckered dogs on campus? Oh, I've seen some guys in the middle of the road having, you know, a face-to-face, toe-to-toe with a guy in a semi who's trying to unload some Mercedes-Benz and he's just writing fine after fine and whacking on the windscreen. <laughs> I just kept on driving. Oh. <laughs> so see you on your own. Goodness oh, me. What are some common mistakes that Australian parkers do that you that you find you pick them up on a lot? Oh, the common one's the yellow line. The yellow line's, you know, it's sacred. It's like a no-stopping sign. Mm. A centimetre of your car on the yellow line. Stuff. And people are just doing it all over the place. Yes, right. Now, the yellow line right next to the gutter there. You're not allowed to park next to a yellow line. Yep. Just got just got one of those out the front of Dad's place. Very interesting. <laughs> They're targeting right. you, Matt. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I won't be parking there anytime soon. So now, anonymous, um, do you get commission on your uh, on each ticket you write? And if so, how many? T- what's your maximum amount of tickets you did in a day? Nah, there's there's no, there's no commissions. They they give you a car, drive around, and mobile phone. So it works all right in that respect. And I think uh, the the best day I had out in the road was. I think I might still hold the record for it. It was 217 fines in a day. <laughs> what? Oh my goodness! Yeah. Was this like a? Was this an event? Like it was like a whole area was um, like only two hours because of some football game or something, and you just went around whacking them on windscreen <laughs> after windscreen. I feel like a bit of a crumb. Yeah, you know, I have to tell you, but there's a university uh, that takes up a whole suburb in the city where I'm from. And um, I, was, I was a bit of a demon parking inspector, so the boss kind of went to me, oh, mate, I want you to go here today. I said, oh, why is that? It's a bit boring. And he goes, oh, it's the first day of uni. You're going to clean up. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh goodness gracious. Oh. Like fish in a barrel. <laughs> oh, mate. So you want? up and say, mate, I need more paper. I'm out of paper. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're about to head off to uni this year, it's starting very soon. Be very wary of the parking situation because this is uh, looking pretty big. What is, what zones are the biggest apart from universities? Is it the two hours? Is it the loading zones? Is it the no standing? What's the what's the biggest money maker for parking inspectors? Oh, it's got to be just the two hour zones everywhere. Mm. You, know, you just walk around. It's like a game. You just sort of walk around with your chalk, chalk all the cars, wait till your two hours is done, come back, start again, and just you know just make it rain. <laughs> Do you write the tickets and then just scamper off like a little coward? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you definitely get a bit of speed going. Get your momentum <laughs> up and get out of there. Yeah, goodness <laughs> gracious. Now, um, I've been having to do loading into a little pop-up venue. I've been having to do parking in a loading zone a little bit, but I don't have a loading zone ticket on the car, but I, I am loading. Is that an excuse? Ooh, what type of car are you driving? Oh, 2008 Subaru. No, don't <laughs> you need no back seat or something? Isn't that the rule? Yeah, you've got to have a special sticker or actually a you know, genuine commercial vehicle mm. like a Ute or a van. So, no, mate, you're stuffed. Uh-oh. Goodness me.
goodness gracious right. me. But what if what if you put on your hazards? <laughs> <laughs> I'd let you off, though. I'd let you off. Uh, there someone else who wouldn't. All right. You're well, a there's... good one. You're a good one, Anonymous. I was about I... to say your name. <laughs> <laughs> if there is there is one group of people that can be hated more than parking inspectors, though, an Alexander Insider, that is people who park in disabled parking spots when they don't have one of their things. Have you? Do you relish giving out those tickets? Oh, absolutely, and they're expensive too. Like you really Ooh. feel the weight of that. It's three hundred when you chuck it on there. Goodness. Yeah, that, that'll teach him a lesson. Sounds like you were a bit of a gun parking inspector. Um, for the people who weren't, is there people upstairs going, you're not handing out enough fines today? We need to uh, lift our quota. <laughs> kind of, kind of. There's, sorry to disappoint you, there's no quotas, but there are averages. So, you know, if you're not pulling your weight, um, mm. they quickly find out. And there's, there's a whole crowd of old boys in there who are just, you know, doing the minimum to get by until they can retire. <laughs> and I'm out there, you know, throwing up. I was, I was bumping the average up. Let's just put it that way. So <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I live popular. near a cafe and I see them sitting there just having some coffees and I swear they've just done one lap and then just kicked <laughs> back for two hours mm. and then gone on the collect. Because there's sometimes right. there's five-minute zones, right? Do you just sit there for <laughs> for five minutes with your, with your watch? I used to give them an extra five. So you give him oh, the 10. okay. All right, well, that's yeah. good, Goss. A five-minute zone is a 10-minute zone. Well, I've heard <laughs> I've heard that, yeah, you've got five a five-minute window just in general. Is that true? Yeah, you, you try to give people, you know, at least a fighting chance to get away with it. But, yeah, but after five minutes. It's kind and of I've also deal. heard that once you start writing the ticket, you can't stop. Is that true? Oh, no, no. It's not true at all. Right, okay. Yeah. So there's a cancel button, mate. It works fine. Yeah, so if okay. you come back to the car and the person says, I've already started <laughs> writing us, I'm legally obliged to finish, that's baloney. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I more dollar. And what about if you've already pr- pressed process? Can you literally just cancel it still then? Yeah, of course you can. <laughs> we live in a world of technology. Come on. Yeah. All right. That's pretty good. It was a bit like a movie where, um, you know, the good cop comes in wanting to clean up the city, and then <laughs> becomes like the ruthless person that just keeps oppressing the criminals. Is that is that is that what it was? Did you like when you write, when you went to write your first ticket? Were you like, oh, I feel a bit bad. Gee, I hope they don't. You know. And then, yeah. like by the end of your time, you were just flinging them around. Yeah, that, that feeling goes away really quickly. Like the, the day you, you issue your first 50, you're just like, oh, I'm keeping the streets safe. <laughs> Excellent. What about clearways? Do you have to write tickets for those or do you just got the tow truck on the phone straight away? Oh, yeah, that was like early morning and late afternoon, peak time. That was you just get in the clearways and you just hunt through and just find any car you can that's parked in a clearway. And you don't even need to bring the toys. They're like following you around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Anonymous, now that you've stopped working as a parking inspector, um, have you gotten any fines and been able to get get away with them? Yeah, look, I've got one. Um, normally I'm, I'm pretty sweet and I know I can read my signs, I'm good, but this one time um, I pulled in and I saw it and you've got to have two signs to get a fine. So there's got to be one in front and one at the back showing the uh, restrictions. There oh, back, so, so if you don't close I, your brackets, that's it. Then that's it can it. be it's a free for all. Yep. So wait, the inspector should have known that, but they still gave you the fine anyway, thinking this guy won't fight it. Oh, I told him too. I ran into him on the way, and I said, "Mate, don't bother finding me." 
And he's still with <laughs> I used to be in the biz. He didn't know who he was dealing with. <laughs> Should have asked him if he liked apples. How about them apples, huh, when you got off them? All, All right, right well, well, I'll keep an eye out for areas that uh, aren't closed off with your, uh, with your arrows. That's excellent uh, work. Thank you very much, uh, Anonymous, for giving us the uh, inside scoop on parking inspectors. And look, if you've got a profession... You would like uh, to have a chat to us about shed a bit of a light on the uh, behind the scenes action. Please get in touch. You will be remain completely anonymous, uh, and we appreciate you, anonymous, for joining us today. It's been a great chat. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Thanks, boys. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Now, Matt O'Kine, we're very, very lucky right now to be introducing a couple of guests uh, who are, are joining we? us. Um, are yeah, we lucky? well, well, we're lucky that they that they agreed to join us, given they hate everything about us and everything that that, that we do. <laughs> because we got a little bit targeted last week, uh, yeah. and we weren't happy about it. Yeah, that's right, Alex Tyson. You know, we were just doing a little bit of a countdown, talking about the brightest days in bat history. Uh, when I mentioned a little meatloaf track. Mm. Talking about a bat finally getting out of hell. Yeah, we had a little sing-along, but wouldn't you know it, only a couple of days later, the Shameless podcast, Michelle and Zara, our podcast sisters, said this. Rock Your Body, which is a very famous Justin Timberlake tune. We won't sing it because we can't. But I also hate when podcasters sing I, on their podcast. It's like, that's not your talent, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> and also, what is your talent? <laughs> we were quite offended because singing makes up about 60% of what we do here I at Bat and Alex All Day Breakfast. very seen, okay? That was not cool. So to explain themselves, Michelle and Zara from Shameless joining us. Hello. Hello. Well, that does sound particularly pointed now that you say it. <laughs> yeah. It's probably good that we can say it right now, to be honest. I think it needs to be talked about and maybe this is the perfect opportunity just to broach it with you both in person. You need to stop singing. Oh, wow. Goodness me. I Alex thought I thought you'd get on here, we'd be on the Zoom face-to-face and you'd backtrack and you'd say, <laughs> so you're right, too. I'm so sorry. I didn't expect you to double down Goodness and me. offend us more. Mm. I have an issue with anyone singing who can't sing. Like, yeah. don't try. I think, this is, I think this is a problem in the podcasting industry in general mm. that we are more than happy to be advocates for. Like, we will happily stand up in the activist space in the podcast industry and say... Everyone needs to stop singing. We're not here mm. to sing songs. We're not well, good at it. No one enjoys it. I fast forward when I hear you sing. I take umbrage <laughs> because, shameless, you're meant to have no shame and if you can't sing, what's what's wrong with you belting oh, it out yeah. and feeling the joy? Please. Um, it's ironic. We're actually quite shameful. We're full of shame. I think that is half the irony of everything that we do. We are full of shame all can, the time. Can We're I just, just trying say, to fight it. We only sang that song because we can't afford to call up Meatloaf and ask him for a grab of Bat Out of Hell. Yeah, we'd get fleeced he with the licensing. And so <laughs> this is this is out the wazoo. Well, maybe maybe you can see if we're in the category of people who should or shouldn't sing, Zara. This is this is what we sung the other day. Like a bat out of hell, I And that's what people got on their phones, downloaded, and then put into their ears. It's like a fine wine. It got better with age, didn't it, that Mm. that crab? I always think when I'm on the mic that 
is this going to hurt the ears of the listener? That actively hurts the ears of the listeners. That hurts the health of the listeners. My well, ears are bleeding. I have an ear infection oh, now. It's so wow. funny that we have com- the complete opposite approach to podcasting because literally on my very first <laughs> my very first radio show with myself and Tom Ballard in Warnable on 3-Way FM, okay, I was trying to get some sound effects for it and found a sound effect of a man screaming. And, but it was different, him screaming in different ways. And it went for like two minutes. And I'm like, this is almost as long as a song. And they're like, let's pretend it's a brand new song from an artist. We played a two, we played two minutes of a man screaming. And so I feel that we're at the polar opposite end of, if we were giving a TEDx talk on how to podcast, it would be in complete, you know, confliction there, Zara. Well, this is probably why you've, you've, Beat us in the competition. That time. <laughs> oh, it abs- we came. We came not even first, second, or third. You guys got the bronze medal. So clearly, yeah. <laughs> there is a superior way to podcast, and it's not our way. Can mm. I? Can I ask? Because you, your audience has blown up massively. You know, over this since you started <laughs> to where it is now, one of the biggest podcasts in, in the country. Is this one of the few instances that you have said something that's that's gotten to the ears of another person, and you've you've, you've <laughs> you know or. Do you like, know, we have a bad story about this. We went to the Arias in 2019 and we were seated next to Married at First Sight contestants and the dirty daggers we got from every <laughs> Married at First Sight contestant who knew how much shit we had spoken about them, they did. They blanked us. Someone tried to introduce us and they literally didn't even say hello. Oh it was like goodness. full blanked us. Just this, this week on Shameless you had a contestant from Married at First Sight as a, as a guest. <laughs> we're back on with them now. <laughs> the, the hardest part about this is I go blank on most of the times when we record. I don't know if you guys are the same, but I often forget all of the things that I say. So then when someone does end up being a bit awkward around us, I can't physically remember what it was I'd done. Well, because you had Martha from Married at First Sight on this week. Had you previously commented on her season? And Oh, I'm sure we've said things about Martha, but nothing like offensive, I don't yeah. think. A lot of people, we wouldn't bother. Like there are some people we've said things about on the podcast where before we reach out to get them on, we have to be like, hang on a second. We have definitely spoken shit about this person. (laughs) Yeah, well, we make it a rule here at All Day Breakfast to never say a bad word about anyone except Richard Wilkins, (laughs) who one time stole our hot chips in a gold class movie cinema and we're yet to forgive him. Hell yeah, let's go to town on Richard Wilkins. I'm all Okay, well, we will. We don't have time now because we thought while we've got you here, it's the perfect time to try out our brand new singing game. Oh my God, no. Which is called Predictaphone. Is this a joke? No. This is a comedy podcast. We don't joke. Okay? (laughs) So, you know when you type a text and then it's got three words that it says that you might want to write next, potentially? Um, yeah. You've got to tell me a word, okay? That's going to start my text to Matt O'Kine, all right? I'm going to hit the middle predicted word every time and then I'm going to sing a song with the words that are getting predicted, okay? You have to tell me, what song is Alex singing? So we need to give you a word. So we start with words. Start, with, start with, a word. with a word. Any word, it doesn't matter. Let's go random, Zara. I think the first word we can do is fallopian. Fallopian. Nice. Okay. <clears throat> all right, I'm going to sing... A song with the tune of my predictive <laughs> text, and you've got to tell me what song it is. Okay. <clears throat> Fallopian morning. I just finished up with my mom. I will call her and let her know that she is going okay. Oh. Oh. And she said that you need. That's what people say. You're guessing the game is true. 
Um, it's uh, uh, Shake It Off. Yeah, Cancelled. that's absolutely correct. Congratulations. I didn't realise we were meant to be guessing then. I was yeah. just The final text, which <laughs> I'll now solidify by sending to Matt O'Kine, was fallopian morning. I just finished up with my mum. I will call her and let her know that she's going okay and she said that you need a... And you'd already guessed it by then, so well done. <laughs> but what's, okay. a, what's a fallopian morning? I don't yeah, know. Why? I was going to ask you. I thought yeah. it would come up with fallopian tube. I thought that would be the that, obvious That would be the ob- obvious thing. But anyway, that's song number one. Song number two, you ready for this? Another <laughs> yep. word, please. Um, okay. Uh, brisket. <laughs> there we brisket. go, brisket. That's, that's great. That shows what's always on the mind. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, um, next song. Brisket is a bit slow, but I just finished it all in a while. So oh, it da-da. is good to see the oh, no, good reviews. And I think the best thing for the good time. What is that? Come on, Sarah. people. I don't know. Um, I can't sing. I need to, to, to win. The, I think this is a trap because to win this game, you have to sing it out loud. And I flatly refuse to sing in mine. Come on, just give it a go. Let's see. It's Come a trap, isn't sing it? Again. No, sing go. what you've just texted. To try never and do something for the rest. Never going to let you down. Never going to give you up by Rick Astley. Absolutely correct. Well done. Hey. Now I feel stressed that I'm going to have to sing things out and I've realised that's... <laughs> The whole reason I'm on this show. Yeah, today. 100%. <laughs> well, here it is, the tiebreaker for Predictaphone. Uh, word, please. Oh, um, microphone. Microphone. <clears throat> microphone and voice memo to me, a message to see if I could get the phone back in a few weeks and I can get... A message you know to see you soon. Thanks for letting me need. No, I hope blank. you thank so much. Your your call, I love. One of my favourite things has just been watching Zara's thank face love this for whole the good. time. Like, <laughs> I, I love it. That. I love the I little feel one. Like if thanks. I sang it, I'd be oh, able to get there. Love it, love, love to see ya. Thanks, cutie. Love it, thanks, bro. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. See ya. Thanks, cutie. Thanks, Pike. Thanks, cutie. Love you. Too. I don't think I know this song at all. <laughs> I think I lost it towards the end. I think oh, when it's... you first sang, I was like, if I sang along myself, I'd be able to figure it out. But my maybe pride I... is too great. Maybe I need a little need a little bit of help along there. Do 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 do. Isn't that um? What's that song that they love, Zara? Oh, it's that song. Sandstorm or whatever. Isn't that stupid song? No wonder I don't know it. By the one true God, Darude, Sandstorm, well done. You've won Predictaphone, the very first playing of it. We've all got to sing on a podcast and we've all had a very good time. It just goes to show that singing's the best, no matter how good you are. I'm stressed. I'm stressed. Boys, I'm more than happy to put it to our listeners. I'm more than happy to poll them on our Instagram and see where they land because I guarantee... People will be on our side. Feel free to poll your listeners. We'll poll ours. I bet you the vast majority hate singing on podcasts from podcasts. Well, you know what I say to that? Time to <laughs> say <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> da, da. See ya. Make it stop. Make it stop. Bye, Bye. Alex Dyson was hanging out with Sophia over the weekend, 18-month-old yep. daughter. Great. They say don't, you know, you shouldn't shouldn't show screens to your kids before two. Really? Yeah, but Sophia, you know, she's 18 months. I feel like it's close enough Yeah. to two. Yeah, she's slowly getting towards that. Or is she? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see.
<laughs> so um, watching a bit of Play School, loving it. And uh, I thought, oh, you know, she, she enjoys Play School every now and then. She'll say, you know, can we watch what, Play School? I think, okay, yeah, cool. Play School's educational. It's nice. It's not one of these fandangled, you know, lights, flashy cartoon that's going to melt her brain, man. No, exactly. You know, play School's going to teach you things. Unless she's scared of pipe cleaners. <laughs> play School's fine. I'll tell you what, that would, it's phobia central. If you don't like a pipe cleaner or a toilet t- tube. <laughs> yeah. Toilet paper tube. Um, but I think, you know what? I'm going to surprise Sophia, give her a real treat. So I'm on, uh, on ABC iView, go down to Play School Storytime. All okay. Right? Select an episode where I <gasps> read a book. Wow, Matt O'Kine is on ABC iView reading books to people. Right, so I'm on Play School Storytime. I'm sitting on the couch next to Humpty Dumpty and I'm reading this book called Chip the Lifeguard. Now, this book got sent to me by the author after I read it on Play School and so now me and Sophia will read it in bed in the morning. Yeah. So I thought, oh, this would be funny. I'll put on my episode of Play School Storytime. She'll see me on the TV and be like, what? Dad's on TV and he's here, but he also is reading the book that we always read. On TV? Well, how cool is that? Right? Wow. So anyway, the episode only goes for about five minutes. It's just me reading the book. She kind of is just looking at it very confused, right? Just keeping looking at me and then looking (laughs) at the TV. And then I go into the kitchen. I'm sort of just making dinner. And then at the end of the episode, I go like this. That's all from me. Bye-bye. <laughs> and I wave and the screen sort of just goes black. As in you do that in real life or on the TV? I do it on the TV. Yeah, gotcha. My, you know, I go, I've closed the book. I'm like, that's, that's all for today. Bye-bye. And I wave goodbye and the screen goes black. Sophia loses it. Bursts into tears. Starts <laughs> screaming. I'm like, I come out of the kitchen. I'm like, what's going on? And she goes... <laughs> Daddy's gone. Oh. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm like, right. No, no, I'm right here. And she's like, no, daddy's gone away. And she keeps pointing and I'm like, no, 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 I'm here. And she's on the ground, like rolling around, bawling her eyes. I'm I'm like, I am literally in front of you. (laughs) And she's like, daddy's gone. And she keeps pointing. I'm like, I'm not gone. I'm here. That was not the real me. This is me. It tripped me out so much. I started thinking like, what if that is the real me? What if I'm the TV me? Well, it's a good start to a film. I'll tell you, that's a great start to a film, mate. <laughs> it just made me think of when something, uh, the, the idea I think I was just thinking is like, when is, when is something backfired? I thought it was going to be really cute <laughs> and said for the next half an hour she was inconsolable and yeah. I had to like uh, cuddle her all the way through making through dinner because she thought I'd gone forever. Well, often the people we portray ourselves in the media are much better versions of our real self. And maybe she was just really upset that the good Macokide was gone and she was stuck with the real daddy Macokide heating up pizza for her in the kitchen. To be fair, the, the, t- <laughs> the TV Macokide has friends like Humpty Dumpty. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? he, he rolls like a saying- lot better. He's got better than a bloody rat dog on his arm, i tell you that. <laughs> Yeah, although to be fair, I play a good vacuum as well every now and then and she looks at the screen and she says, Alex, because our photos are both on it. Hey. So there you go. She's also a fan oh, of the rat dog. Maybe fantastic. you could be, an, uh, maybe there could be a rat and a dog that's the new, that takes over Humpty. Great. Yeah, we'll place. pitch it to play school. <laughs> and then when you when, when the show finishes, you'll be like, no, rat dog gone. <laughs> Well, maybe I could give her the, the rat dog toy that I got from a random listener at a, in Perth one night. They'd cut two different teddies in half and stitched a rat and a dog together. Still got that yeah, in my cupboard. seriously, send it All right, I'll go see if she likes it. <laughs> Let's do it. 
Melt Toast. Oh, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of All Day Breakfast. Really appreciate your ears every single morning or afternoon or evening, which is a good thing. And we're going to be back tomorrow with a brand new app, which will be good, Matt O'Kine. Yeah, and I've been loving chatting to some of our insiders. So please, oh. if you've got the scoop on your workplace, maybe you are a, uh, I don't know, the, a person at a grocery store who reprints new used-by dates on... <laughs> Old food. Or you could work in a school canteen, you know. How do you get that sick hookup from someone's parents? I don't know. But get in touch with us. We promise you remain anonymous. Hit us up at matt.n.alex. Or just chat to us if there's anything you've heard on the show that you can relate to. Absolutely right. Um, Also, would love you to hit your friends and family with a tricky Nicky. And um, when your parents are asking for something, go, sure, here it is. Bam. Strawberry kisses Nicky Webster. You just got... Tricky Nicky, and then screenshot what they say to that and send it through to us because Very would, would very much like to come up with a bit of a gallery. It doesn't have to be the Tricky Nicky. You can Brad bury someone. You can give them a stairway to Evans. You could leave them on red, Simons. <laughs> or you could come up with your own. But uh, I feel we do need to feel the natural progression from rickrolling people and uh, go from there. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.